السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ اشمد اللہ It is a great blessing and favor of Allah the Almighty that, despite the current circumstances around the world, He has enabled the Ahmadiyya Muslim Jamaat Germany to hold its Jalsa Salana. Moreover, you have organized it at a larger scale than the previous year. In the past, the COVID pandemic had perplexed and troubled the world and this concern has not yet come to an end. On top of that, the current scenarios of war across the world has left it in a state of great danger. Not a single corner of the world seems to be safe from the potential devastation. And if they, the people, do not turn to the one and only God, they will not be able to protect themselves from this devastation. At first, Europe and the Western and developed nations believed that the areas and countries where war, disorder and destruction broke out or is breaking out are thousands of miles away from us and that we are safe. If circumstances are bad, bombs are falling, people are dying, women are being widowed, children are being left as orphans and if people are being crippled then all of this is happening in Asia, in the Middle East and impoverished nations. What difference does that make to us? Developed nations continued to provide them with weapons in order to carry on selling their weapons. If they die, then let them. How does that impact us? However, they forgot that they could be engulfed by the same circumstances and land in the same situation. Their conception of progress clouded their senses and blinded them. Now, the entire world can see that exactly that which was being feared has indeed occurred and conditions of war have emerged in Europe as well. Due to Ukraine, Russia and member countries of NATO are standing in opposition to one another. 
Allah the Almighty knows best who will have the upper hand in the end or the extent of loss both will face. However, it is certain that its outcome will be extremely dangerous and if they do not act sensibly now, it will lead to an extremely catastrophic end. We also see that the tension in relation to Taiwan has risen and it is now evident that the world is standing at the brink of a devastating war. The appointed one of Allah the Almighty in this era has very strongly warned, O Europe, you are not safe and O Asia, you too are not immune and O dwellers of islands, no false gods shall come to your rescue. I see cities fall and settlements laid waste. This is that very caution and warning due to which the Caliphs of the Promised Messiah draw the attention of the world towards this from time to time. I have also been drawing their attention towards this for some time. I tell them that if you do not turn to your one and only God, destruction is certain. I have been telling them for a while that blocks are being formed and its end result will be the destruction of one another. Therefore, you should come to your senses. However, most of them listened to these words and do so now as well. But say that the circumstances are somewhat bad, it is fine. They are somewhat bad, but not as devastating and hopeless as you are depicting them. People have said this to me personally and also to the members of the Jamaat. However, now these very people who used to look at these matters superficially have themselves started saying that circumstances are continuing to worsen and if these conditions remain, a devastating war can break out at any moment. Now their think tanks and analysts have started to say this is normal, yet they still do not have the solutions to establish lasting peace. How would they be able to when their sights are not even set on the source of peace, when they are engulfed in the world? and have forgotten their faith. When it comes to the solution of peace, neither do non-Muslim governments desire to approach it, nor the Muslim governments, regrettably. Some analysts are now even saying that the destruction that will take place during war will be so frightening that according to one estimate, 66% of the world's population will be wiped away during the war and within the following two years due to the use of atomic weapons. The devastation will be unprecedented and unimaginable. No average person can begin to imagine it. Hence, these are very alarming circumstances. If there is any ray of hope and guarantee of peace, it is only in one being, whom Allah the Almighty sent with the teachings of peace and harmony. جو شہنشاہ امن ہے
He was the champion of peace, the most beloved of all human beings to Allah Almighty, to whom the final, perfect and complete law was revealed, whose teachings were of love and affection, who almost grieved himself to death from the severe agony he felt due to the concern of spreading to the world the message of his God and the teachings revealed to him and to save them from destruction. His condition reached a point whereby as a result of the restlessness from the anguish and the weeping and crying as he supplicated to God, Allah Almighty stated to him, Haply thou wilt grieve thyself to death because they believe not. Therefore, this was the being whose heart pained for mankind so that they would return to their Creator and be saved from ruin, both in this life and in the hereafter. He imparted such a comprehensive teaching which no other teaching can compare to. He presented such a guarantee for peace, which in reality is the guarantee from Allah Almighty. Yet, unfortunately, Muslims have even forgotten this teaching. And after making mere verbal proclamations of faith, they have become thirsty for each other's blood and seeking help from others for this cause. Ones who profess faith are killing others who profess faith with the support of the enemies of religion. What greater misfortune can befall the Muslims? Despite claiming to follow such beautiful teachings and such a compassionate messenger they are incurring the displeasure of Allah Almighty and instead of spreading peace and harmony in the world, they are becoming more and more infamous for spreading unrest. This is all due to the fact that they are not willing to even listen to the words of the King of Peace and Harmony whom Allah Almighty sent to the world in this era to spread the teachings of peace and harmony and who was the servant to the most beloved of Allah Almighty. It is not just that they do not wish to listen. They have in fact gotten to a stage where they deem issuing edicts of disbelief against the Prophet and his followers and to kill them a service to Islam and the standard of love for the seal of the prophets Muhammad the chosen one to play with the lives of Ahmadis is worthy of reward in their view hence how can such people spread Islam's teachings of peace to the world if only these people would have some sense, if only their clerics would become scholars who spread wisdom and knowledge rather than becoming scholars of evil, so that they could become a united people who spread the teachings of Hazrat Muhammad in the world and join with the ardent devotee of the Holy Prophet in order to spread the true teachings of peace and harmony to the world. Nevertheless, this is another vast topic. Now I shall speak about the peace of the world in relation to the teachings of peace and security 
which were revealed to the Holy Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The teachings and exemplary character of the Holy Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam are so vast that they cannot be summed up in a short amount of time. Nonetheless, as I have mentioned, I will mention a few things in this regard. It is said about the Ahmadiyya Jamaat that, God forbid, we commit blasphemy against and insult the Holy Prophet and teach others to do so as well. However, in truth, we are those who abide by the teachings of the Holy Prophet and love him. The literature of the Jamaat is a testament to this truth. Year after year, thousands of pure-natured people witness these teachings and love and enter the fold of the Ahmadiyya Muslim Jamaat. Even outsiders are forced to admit that the teaching of Islam is very impressive and one that spreads love and peace to the extent that today this teaching is the singular solution for establishing world peace. Just a few days prior, during the Jalsa Salana UK, I presented a report on the progress of the Jamaat. I also presented the impressions and stories of the people in respect to the Jalsa, highlighting how people were impacted by the environment Ahmadis had created at the Jalsa and how they learned of Islam's peaceful teachings. Nevertheless, our enemies may think and do what they please. Our objective is, if we truly love the Holy Prophet to act upon his teachings and spread them across the world. We must convey to the world that today this is the only solution to achieving peace and security in the world. So come and attach yourselves to this lofty being who has given the world a peaceful teaching so that you can ensure peace for yourselves in this world and in the hereafter. These are not just mere claims. If we take a look through history, we can see how this Prophet led unlearned and ignorant Arabs from the darkness of ignorance to the heights of high morals and practical knowledge. The Promised Messiah states, He is the Prophet that transformed savages into humans and then humans into moral humans. In other words, he established them upon the compass of true and lasting morals and imbued them with godliness and divine colour. Thus the Holy Prophet taught all those who follow him and love him the fine principles of morals and worship that enable them to attain the love of Almighty God. Their every word and action was then dedicated to the pleasure of God Almighty. They fulfilled the rights of humankind and earned the love of God Almighty. Therefore, loving the Holy Prophet with a true heart takes a person to such a stage that they are able to truly love Allah the Almighty. In turn, this true love turns their every word and action into a means of attaining the pleasure of God Almighty. Regarding those who follow and love the Holy Prophet with a true heart, the Promised Messiah states, 
Following the Holy Prophet and loving him with a true heart makes one the beloved of God. Thus, this is the revolution that the Holy Prophet brought upon the hearts of the people, where idolaters became monotheists such that they became God Almighty's beloved ones. They began to love God Almighty and God Almighty manifested His love for them. Those who love Allah the Almighty do justice to their worship. They truly do. They abided completely by the teaching granted to them by Allah the Almighty and became exemplary. When one loves another, they try to follow every word and action of their beloved. They listen and obey to their beloved's every word. It is not just a mere proclamation of love. Thus, when the love for God Almighty develops within them, then they also become mindful of fulfilling the rights of His creation. They try to surpass one another in fulfilling the rights that are due to humankind. When this spirit becomes prevalent, Allah also creates mutual love and affection. A person fulfills the rights of others for the sake of God Almighty's pleasure. And when such standards are set, then the foundations of peace and tranquility are also established. Peace becomes the objective, and then the standards required to achieve peace are established. The Holy Prophet is that entity who has shown us the path to finding God Almighty and he is the only one who was revealed such a teaching that, if followed by us, can enable us to establish peace in the world. Always remember that the foundation of peace begins in the home. Thereafter, its scope increases to your neighbourhood, region, city, country and international platforms. At every level, if we are considerate to each other's feelings and rights, then peace is established. Allah the Almighty has given this teaching to all walks of people through the Holy Prophet Hazrat Musleh Maud has spoken about this topic on various occasions, but on one occasion he presented this philosophy under the following title The Holy Prophet and World Peace. Whilst Taking benefit from what Hazrat Musleh Maud imparted to us, I will mention a few things. We see and understand that peace is of great importance. Everyone talks about peace and says that peace is very important and that a state of peace can ensure harmony and peace at home, as well as ensuring international harmony and peace. People desire for peace to be established at every level. However, a mere desire cannot bring about peace. Because even in these instances, the desire for peace is rooted in selfish reasons. This is exactly what we are seeing in the world. Without selfishness, the very possibility of wars would be eliminated. 
Generally, when someone speaks about peace, that desire for peace pertains to themselves. In fact, in most cases when a person prays, or even aside from prayers, when someone verbally expresses their desire, one usually says that may Allah the Almighty grant peace to them, their wife and children and those close to them. They do not possess the same pain for others to live peacefully. Or in order to live a peaceful life, one seeks wealth and thinks it to be good. But he does not think of wealth to be good for his enemies. Rather, he only deems his own wealth to be good. If he deems health to be a good thing, he does not mean that his enemies should also have good health. Rather, he desires for his enemies to be impoverished and frail so that he may have the upper hand over them. Similarly, if people seek honour and esteem, they do so only for themselves rather than for everyone. They will never desire for others to receive the same honour and esteem which they have received. This is exactly what we are seeing in the world, both among the general populations and among leaders as well. The quarrels between politicians and the cruelties that they inflict on one another, which we see happening in our own countries, are the result of this very mindset. Hence, if there is merely a desire for peace, then it can become the cause of disorder because it comprises nothing but selfishness. Those who desire peace do so for themselves and those close to them or for their own nation. Otherwise, they wish to destroy the peace of others and their enemies. Hence, if this principle of seeking a certain standard for oneself and a different standard for others is established, then any peace that is established in the world will be peace for a select few, not world peace. If it isn't world peace, it cannot be considered true peace. True peace is only that which is sought to be established beyond personal, filial, ancestral, national and patriotic preferences. In order to establish a central axis. This can only be achieved when one understands and develops the realization that there is a greater being over them, which desires peace not only for them but desires peace for all nations, that desired peace not only for their homes and countries but desires peace of all countries. Hence the focal point of the Holy Prophet's teachings about peace is the realization that there is a higher power watching over us, for whose sake one must align their actions with their words. In order to act upon this principle, we must bear in mind the golden rule taught by the Holy Prophet Seek for others that which you seek for yourself. Hence, we must bear this principle in mind and always understand that if one desires peace only for themselves, their nation or their country 
they will not be the recipients of Allah the Almighty's help and His pleasure. True peace can only be established when a person becomes firmly established upon the principle that everything must be done for the sake of Allah the Almighty. Hence, Allah the Almighty informed us through the Holy Prophet that Al-Malikul Quddusus Salamul Mu'min that he is the sovereign, he is pure and purifies others. He is safe from all impurities and safeguards others. He is the source of peace for all. By saying this, he has purified the intentions of man. Al-Malikul Quddusus Salamul Mu'min Certainly, if one's intentions are not right, they can do nothing right. If one's intentions are not pure, how can there be blessings in what they do? Hence, it should be remembered that until one's intentions are correct, it is not even possible for them to do anything right. All the fighting and disorders in the world today are all because people do not have pure intentions. Whatever people say does not align with their actual desires and their words and actions do not align with their desires. The so-called large and advanced nations of the world have a major role to play in these disorders. Although the world deems fighting to be wrong, every leader says that fighting is wrong. Yet, what they actually mean is that it is wrong for anyone to fight against them. However, if they are the ones initiating wars, then there is nothing wrong with that. The reason for this deficiency is that these people fail to recognize the being who is the bestower of peace. They think that they should raise slogans of peace so long as it benefits them. But if there is anything contrary to their own benefit, they will react. No one should help their enemies and it is unacceptable for anyone to give them weapons. However, if they themselves provide weapons to anyone, then it is permissible, no matter if they are used to inflict cruelties. If this is the mentality, then how can true peace be established? And so, to establish true peace in the world, the following creed must be adopted, which is that there is one God who wishes for all peoples to live in peace. When this belief is practiced, then one's desires will be freed of selfishness. And in fact, will wish to extend goodness to everyone commonly. By doing this, our mentality toward establishing peace and security will reach a far higher standard altogether. Instead of only considering whether something has benefit for only ourselves, we will think how it will affect the entire world. In the world, 
People always destroy the peace of others for their own benefit. However, those who believe that there is a higher being will never dare to act in this manner, for they are aware that should they do so, the higher being will send his wrath on them. In short, it is impossible to establish true peace until one establishes belief in the Supreme Being, until love for Him is created within the heart, and this creed that Allah the Almighty is the bestower of peace has only been presented by Islam through the Holy Prophet Allah the Almighty stated in the teaching that he revealed to the Holy Prophet that That is, there has come to you indeed from Allah a light and a clear book. Thereby does Allah guide those who seek His pleasure on the paths of peace. Thus Allah the Almighty has sent the light of guidance, a book containing all commandments and which consists of clear guidance that leads to peace. Now only those who follow it completely will remain in peace. It is evident that the state of disorder, strife and internal conflict amongst Muslims today is because they are not properly following the light and book sent by Allah the Almighty. Whilst they claim they are devoted to the Holy Prophet their actions stand in contrast to this. The words of Allah can never be wrong and the statements of the Holy Prophet can never be incorrect. The reason for the discord and disharmony amongst Muslims is because whilst they claim to follow this clear book, they do not follow the teachings Allah the Almighty revealed within. They say they love the Holy Prophet but they fail to act on his teachings and his practice. Thus, today it is the responsibility of the followers of the true servant of the Holy Prophet to embrace these teachings in their lives and act upon the commands of the Holy Quran. It is through this that you will be able to foster an atmosphere of peace in your environment and spread this message of peace to the world. If not, people in the world will say, that you should first practice what you preach before advising us. The Prophet Muhammad says, Now under the heavens there is only one Prophet and only one book, namely the Holy Prophet Muhammad who is higher and greater than all Prophets and more perfect and consummate than all messengers and the seal of the Prophets am the best of all humanity, by following whom God Almighty can be found and the veils of darkness are lifted. And in this very world, the signs of having achieved salvation make their appearance. And the Holy Quran is the book which contains the truth and perfect guidance through which one can acquire true knowledge and cognizance and the heart can be purified of all human impurities and a human being can be saved from the veils of ignorance, heedlessness and doubt to enable him to attain the stage of certainty of faith. Thus, Allah the Almighty conferred a great favour 
upon humanity by sending the Holy Prophet who is the light and the Quran which is an illuminating book, the source of all knowledge, a light of guidance and a message of peace. What bigger misfortune is there than if someone ignores this and remains bent upon fulfilling their selfish interests? If one wants to adorn their life in this world and the next, if one wants to live in peace and security, they would have to always keep in view and constantly study the word of Allah that was revealed through the Holy Prophet Thereby does Allah guide those who seek His pleasure on the paths of peace. Always keep in view the guidance of this illuminating book. We should always keep this illuminating book in view and study it constantly. Only then will we be those who tread the paths of peace. There is no command in this book that is the means of destroying one's peace. Today, it is our task to convey this message both to Muslims and non-Muslims and this alone will be the guarantee for world peace. This was the revolution that the Holy Prophet brought about in his companions. He practically created such a community that was an embodiment of that when the ignorant address you, respond to them with peace. And when we develop such a state within ourselves and within the world, then our present and future will witness peace. This is an immense task entrusted to the followers of the Promised Messiah who have to form peace and security in their homes, in their surroundings and in the world. This will only be possible when our hearts are filled with belief in the oneness of Allah and we invite the world to this true oneness. Undoubtedly, peace can never be established without establishing perfect belief in the unity of God. I have explained this already. Certainly one must come to believe in the higher power and that higher being is Allah the Almighty. If belief in God's oneness is not formed, then conflict and discord will continue. Disorder will end when true brotherhood is formed, when mutual love and affection is established and mutual harmony is achieved. Peace can never be established until true brotherhood is instilled into the hearts of people. And true brotherhood cannot be formed without belief in the oneness of God. It is not a case of merely believing, rather one has to form a connection with him. We received Allah the Almighty's teachings through the Holy Prophet Allah the Almighty teaches us in the Quran, All praise belongs to Allah, Lord of all the worlds, and commanded us to recite this in every prayer, so that a vast scope of brotherhood can permeate the mind of a Muslim.
All praise belongs to Allah, Lord of all the worlds, gives us insight of the providence of Allah the Almighty, being all-encompassing in the universe. Reciting these words expands the mind of a person and he praises God who is Lord of all the worlds and the universe. He is the Lord of the Christians, Lord of the Hindus, Lord of the Jews and Lord of all people. How can one have hatred towards anyone having read these words? I once explained this point in an event with non-Muslims in the USA. Some reacted by saying that Islam's teachings in this regard mean that a true Muslim can never hold spite or malice in their hearts. Lord of all the worlds encompasses everyone. and it opens up the largest possible avenues and paths for peace and security. The words Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen signify that if one adopts true Tawheed, belief in the unity of God, and always remains occupied in praising the Lord of all the worlds, then it is not possible for them to harbour any malice towards another people or nation, be it against Christians, Hindus or Jews. It is not possible that on the one hand, one desires for them to be completely annihilated and on the other hand, one praises and glorifies Allah the Almighty upon seeing them. This is not possible at all. Thus, one who truly believes in the oneness of God is the true standard-bearer of peace and security. If the Muslims understand this fundamental point and lead their lives in accordance to this, they will truly become the peaceful people of this world. However, for this, it is imperative that they attach themselves to the true servant of the Holy Prophet it is only them that they will acquire true knowledge and insight. However, this also places a responsibility upon us as well to continue to assess our conditions. It should not be the case that we recite Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen merely as a verbal utterance and our hearts are completely devoid of understanding its deeper meaning. If one's heart and mind are devoid of its deeper essence, then we too will become among those who create disorder and strife, and we will not be among those who spread peace and security or act upon the teaching which was brought to us by the Holy Prophet Thus, one ought to greatly ponder and deliberate over this and show great concern towards this matter. Today, in order to spread true peace and harmony, it is the duty of every Ahmadi to establish firm faith in the one God. One ought to instill the love of God Almighty in their hearts so that no other love can take its place. In order to adhere to the instructions of God Almighty, one should make the teaching which was revealed to the Holy Prophet i.e. the Holy Qur'an, a part of one's life. When we elevate our standards to this level, in that we make every injunction of the Holy Qur'an and every instruction of the Holy Prophet a part of our speech and actions, it is only them that we can convey the true message of Islam to the rest of the world. In such an instance, we shall not only inform them of the means of establishing true peace, but we shall also teach them about it through our actions. And this indeed is the means by which we can establish true peace in the world and prove that the Holy Prophet was a source of mercy for the entire world. 
And this is the very means through which we can silence those who raise allegations against Islam. This task has been entrusted to the Jamaat of the Promised Messiah However, if we fail to discharge our responsibilities in this regard, right from the domestic level to an international level, then there is no guarantee of us being able to live in peace and harmony, and nor would there be any guarantee for our future progenies to live in peace and harmony or the rest of the world. May Allah the Almighty enable us to become a means of leading the world out of darkness and into the light. May Allah the Almighty grant us the ability to render our responsibilities in an excellent manner. We shall now pray. Pray that may Allah the Almighty enable all the participants of the Jalsa to partake of the blessings of this Jalsa and enable each one to become a recipient of the prayers of the Promised Messiah May Allah the Almighty enable every kind of peace and harmony to be quickly established in the current circumstances of the world so that we can hold our jalsas on a large scale and with the same grandeur as before and without any kind of worries or concern and he make the jalsas a mean of quenching our thirst for spirituality and knowledge. May we truly become those who act in accordance with the teachings of Islam and reap the love and blessings of Allah the Almighty. May Allah the Almighty grant us the ability to do so. Please join me in prayer. Amen. I mean.